0: Ecolution. Hi all, and welcome to a kind of mini-series within our programme. We're not ready with the new series just yet, but some things just can't wait. For almost 20 years, Cashel has held an arts festival combining theatre, music and all kinds of creative activities. But what's that got to do with evolution, you might ask? Well, one thing that we've discovered by making this is that ecology, biodiversity and the environment, and our fears surrounding it are kind of universal. Every garden, village, town and city have a story to tell us. You can go to any location and peel back the layers that make the place what it is. So we pose the question, what would happen if we asked the children of one town to investigate where they're at and why the town has become the place it is today. Over the course of three episodes this week, you're going to hear from the children and young adults of four schools in Cashel and Feathered who agreed to answer questions and be roving reporters in their town. So, who's up first?
1: We are fifth class St John the Baptist Girls School Cashel.
0: The girls are people who've grown up in Cashel and clearly they're pleased to be part of the town.
1: I like living in Cashel because there's beautiful scenery. It's a nice town and it has nice shops. I like living in Cashel because it's a heritage town. There's lots of history in the town, like the famine wall and St. Patrick's Hospital, which used to be a workhouse. The Rock of Cashel and Hoare Abbey. And the town walls as mm-hmm. well. My favourite history story about Cashel is, there's a story that the devil bit a um, chunk out of the devil's bit and it flew the whole way to Cashel and it just got so tired of carrying it, it just dropped it and that's where the Rock of Cashel is now.
0: Cashel is very much a modern town Situated in the heart of Tipperary, almost 5,000 people live there, and although the children in this fifth class are 10 or 11, the towns existed a long time before them.
2: So, girls, before we take the steps forward, we're going to take a couple of steps back. What was Cashel like when your parents and your grandparents were younger? The school used to be
1: on Far Street, but now has moved to the old road. There were no cars, they had to drive around in little carts buy horses and they used to go on bicycles as well there was a cinema and a swimming pool there wasn't as much franchises there is more small family businesses there was less rubbish because in shops they used to have less packaging people just bought things loosely there's more electronics now than there was back then like in the supermarkets there's self checkout.
0: The past two years have been a pretty traumatic time for everybody around the world, COVID still rumbles on. Although the vaccines are having a positive impact here, the publication of the IPCC report a number of weeks back was more sobering still. Our world is in a time of great transition, as I know you listeners know too well. We're having the warmest September on record, which can seem like a nice return to school for us in Ireland, but extreme weather events and climate change-related issues are on the rise, and what the IPCC report demands is action. We need to look at every single aspect of how. How we live in the world, from the day-to-day of your shopping, how we make our food, and how we ask our leaders to change regulations to help us in how we must adapt. But how will kids like you, and those who live in Cashel, live in the future? 2050 is a date that's bandied around a lot when it comes to climate action. It's the date by which we're expected to be a carbon neutral country living in harmony with nature. And we're expected over the course of the next 10 years to reduce our carbon emissions by 51%. 10 years can seem like a long time for somebody who is 10, but in the life of the planet, it's barely the blink of an eye. If we want to have a brighter future, we need to make changes now and as quickly as we possibly can. This is something most young people know, but if we're going to change, what kind of things right now should we share with the future?
2: So girls, if we were to make a time capsule today, and that time capsule was going to be open in 20 years' time, in 2041, what would you put into the time capsule and why? I would put
1: money because currency changes and in the future we might only be using card. Books written by local authors like Mark Fitzgerald and Sean O'Dear so we can see what the history of the town was like. A CD because music changes all the time. A hurley because the shape of the hurley has changed since it was first made. I would put a picture of me and my friends because some of them might move away.
2: I will maybe put a picture of Rock of Cashel because it will maybe change in future to see what happens.
1: A picture of the famine wall because some walls get knocked down. The town will change in the future and we will be able to see how it changes. A picture of some houses because they'll get more modern. A newspaper article from today because if someone was supposed to open the capsule in 20 years, it would have today's date on it and it would see what news were on today. A COVID safety pack with gloves, sanitizer, and a mask because in the future, people might be learning about COVID.
0: COVID is something that's come to change all of our lives in the last 19 months. But with restrictions lifting, even if it isn't going away, it seems like we are learning to live with it a little better. One of the hopes that many environmentalists had from the lockdowns we endured was that it gave us a pause and make us realise that nature is incredibly important to us and that we need to do all we can to mind each other. And while it was a very sad time, there were some positives that came from it for some students in Cashel Community School.
2: Hi, I'm Nora O'Brien. And I'm Hannah O'Connor from 2 Blue Stack. So obviously during lockdown we weren't able to see our friends or go out or anything so we had to find other ways to amuse ourselves. Yeah. My family is very musical so during lockdown I took up a new instrument and that definitely helped me keep amused and you know I had something to do and something to practice and get better on and my brother played as well so it was really good to have someone to play with. I noticed as well that my family would just sit down and talk a lot more and chat a lot more than we normally would and we'd just watch movies together or play card games and we'd be learning card games that my mum would play you know growing up with her siblings so that was really nice as well. It was hard for me definitely because I'm close with my cousins and sadly they lived in a different county so even when we could meet our friends for the first time I still wasn't able to meet my cousins, so that was definitely really hard. You know, we'd do Zoom calls or play online games to just keep caught up with each other and just have chats with each other, which was really nice yeah. to just see how they were managing with the whole thing. I'm an only child, so I had a very different experience. Uh, I usually spend a lot of time with my family, but I couldn't to the lockdown, so I spent loads of my time with my dad because mum was working through lockdown as well. I actually grew a stronger bond with my dad. We would go for walks and play loads of card games together to keep ourselves amused. We talked to our neighbours from a safe distance, obviously, which was nice. We could see how everyone was coping with lockdown as well. Once online school started, it was actually way easier to manage because you got your routine back a good bit when we were out of school for the first time it was a lot harder yeah so yeah online school definitely helped just a good bit and also um we did loads of baking during lockdown like we were making new cakes and cookies every day which was nice my uh granny lives with me so it was nice for her and she'd come out sometimes and even bake with us
0: The community spirit many people found during lockdown, the need to interact and work with others in positive projects was equally alive in Cashel. Whether baking some bread with your family, going out to clean your streets or checking in with people we missed, things have really come into focus and it gave some of the students a chance to think about the changes that might be coming down the line.
2: What do you think Cashel will look like in 2041, in 20 years' time? I think
1: everything will be electric. More electric cars and stuff will be controlled by your phone. Things will be powered by wind and sun and that'll be better for the environment. Instead of just using electric cars, you could have electric buses and aeroplanes and all, like the transport. I think in 2041 they would build hotels for people with no houses. I'd like to see everyone has their own garden, so there'll be less driving to the shop and less plastic packaging. In the future, maybe Castle could have a ladies' football team so people would drive less because they'd have to go to Borland to play. I think there'll be some cycling lanes. In the future, I want to see wider footpaths to encourage people to walk more. Less cars and more people walking. And cycling. That would be better for the environment because it's less polluted. I would like to see iPads in schools more than books because it saves paper and it makes the weight on your back lighter. I hope that um, there won't be so many masks anymore because then there will be less litter. I hope to see more bins around the place because then maybe people won't litter as much.
0: One of the main ways to generate this is from the food that we buy and how we shop. Some people have a better idea of how it could be.
1: In the future, I would like to see supermarkets have dispensers and you have to bring your own container. Then you could go to the dispensers and get all your shampoo, your washing powder, your milk, your orange juice and anything you want and then you refill your containers when you come the next time and that's reducing waste and also we can try to get down to zero waste. In the future, maybe in supermarkets, someone in a wheelchair could have a special card and they scan it and then the top shelf could come down to them so they could get whatever they want.
0: What thinking about the past of Cashel or any place does is put into focus where we are today. Places all around the world are going to see enormous changes in terms of climate and how we live our lives. But in many ways, what we need to do is go back to a way of life that was there before. One less focused on profit and the individual with greater emphasis on what we can do to help each other, locally and globally. And St John the Baptist, 5th class, seemed pretty happy with lots of things about the town in which they live.
2: What would you like to keep the same in the town in the future? I'd like to keep all the historical places in Cashaw
1: the same because they make cash on what it is today. I would like the plaza to stay the same because it's nice to meet your friends there and it's a nice place in the town. Maybe to keep the schools the same so that we don't have to go online so that we're all face to face and learning together, yeah. I would like to keep the library the same so I can get real books instead of e-books all the time. You could keep the Garda station the same to keep the town safe. I'd like to keep sports the same because it's good to be active. It's nice to have local businesses around. And the playground because it's big and you get exercise. I would like to keep the hiking's loop the same because it's a nice thing to have in Castle and it also gives you exercise. I would like to keep the bank the same so we don't have to, like, get our money online and we can just go to the bank instead of doing it online. If you're going on holidays, you could go into the bank and change your money money to sterling. I would like to keep all the traditions the same, such as the Christmas tree lighting and the Cash Arts Festival. I hope that people working in shops and things will stay the same because I hope that robots won't take over.
0: Me too. Although, let's take this one step at a time, I fear robots can wait. Thanks so much to all of the teachers and students who came together to record the audio in this programme. In the next few episodes, we're going to look into two things that brought Cashel into being the place that it is in order to discuss the kind of town it's going to become. Next up, we visit Holy Trinity National School in Feathered to ask how water has shaped Cashel. And in the final episode, we look at something that's been the lifeblood of so many country towns in Ireland throughout our history. Farming, its impact on the environment and where it's going next.
1: Ecolution.
0: Ecolution was produced by Nicky
1: Coughlin for RTE Junior Radio.